Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. fifth episode of separation anxiety is here for those of you who are like what depths has anna and ryan's marriage fallen to now this is your chance to catch up has it only been five it's been five it just feels like 12 Still because of the emotional like the first time together <laughs> feels like the first time feels like the okay. very first time i mean i'm sticking with my brian adams okay i'm gonna go foreigner yeah, we this you know this is why we didn't work out. We always pick different songs for the same reference. It's the same song. It's the same reference, but it's a different. Yeah, song. Yeah, we just go different directions. <laughs> you gotta tell me now. <laughs> I don't even remember the one that I used to pick. You now. do the. This is this it. is it. Those songs are so close. <laughs> no, so close. They're really not when you listen to them actually in person. For sure, when you hear our renditions of them. Let me if this ain't love, you better just say so. You really pull in some depth into that. Yeah. I like it. Is that Holland Oates? That I believe is Huey Lewis. Mm. Is that right? I think you yeah, could be right. Here's some news for you. That's Huey Lewis. You might be right. I might be crazy. <laughs> now that is Billy Joel. Is it? Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Huey Lewis is the uh, band that Christian Bale's Patrick Bateman character does the monologue about right before he axe murders that person. In 87, Huey released this for their most accomplished album. I think their undisputed masterpiece is Hip to Be Square, a song so catchy. Most people probably don't listen to the lyrics, but they should, because it's not just about the pleasures of conformity and the importance of friends. It's also a personal statement about the band itself. I feel like I, I know I've seen American Psycho, but I have not, I can't like specifically remember the entire movie. It's like the Wizard of Oz for me. Like surely <laughs> I've seen the whole thing. I know I must have. The Wizard of Oz and American Psycho. Two peas in a pod. Yep, yeah, two films. Yep. <laughs> they really make a beautiful pairing together. A uh, show recommendation. Yeah. For those that have not jumped on this bandwagon yet, which probably is just Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell me what it is. Freaking Yellow Jackets. How many episodes in are you? I am maybe five. Okay. Maybe five yeah. episodes in there too. Yeah. All right. Uh, so good. So good. So it's like a dark, like a murder mystery. There's a murder it's, mystery element to it. Um, it's a 
like mid nineties high school soccer team. Oh, go, I didn't know the mid nineties oh, thing was an element of awesome. it. Awesome. Okay, like, I'm already more interested. One of the yeah. characters as a like, so it flashes back between like the nineties and then today, and one of the oh, characters I see. is. Uh, you know, like a forty early forty something mom who's going as Daria for Halloween. <laughs> There's all sorts of. There was like another. I can't so it's basically us oh, in high school. Yeah, and I now. was like, this yeah. is. Perfect. Are they also getting separated in kind of an amicable way? Well, there's. Just some storylines. There's some storylines. Yeah, some storylines. I've got a show recommendation too. It's um, Pretty Little Liars Original Sin. But who's, just came out. who's your favorite Pretty Little Liar? Uh, it's just too hard to say. I'm such a fan of all you of them. You just know them all so I well too. I can't pick one. I can't mm-hmm. just pick one. i got to ask one of my female friends who's not you who their favorite Pretty Little Liar of is. Of which there are now <laughs> many. <laughs> That's what I put on my hinge. <laughs> question, icebreaker question. Who's your favorite Pretty Little Liar? A. <laughs> Is A in that series? I have no idea. Oh. I actually have not watched the you haven't? television show. You're just yes. here to talk shit about it. I'm just here I to talk like about it like I know what I'm talking you about. You just need like a Pretty Little Liars like shit talking podcast. Oh, yeah, without watching it. Yeah. Or I'll watch like every third episode. And be like, hey, if somebody leaves a full-size coffin on your porch, you probably they probably haven't gotten far away enough that you can't chase them down and find out who put the coffin on your porch. Did that happen in Pretty Little Liars? Something to that effect. Like, they well, li- first of all, why would that? You could run away if you don't. You're not. You don't have the coffin anymore. So now you're moving quick. But still, it's like. Who's running away right now? Like, look down the street. Is anyone running away? They're always like, oh, my God, there's a coffin on the porch. What? How did it get here? First of all, I don't think that ever (laughs) happened in Pretty Little Liars. There was a coffin with a dead body in it. No, no. And one of the Pretty Little Liars was almost sawn in half at like a mill, (laughs) a paper mill. That was on a train i feel like it was like they had all gone on a train somewhere but the train had a saw on it something i do remember i do have vague one of them was almost sawn in half well all right maybe it was roby (laughs) roby soby roby soby roby so blondesky that's pretty good you ready I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. So we actually came here to talk not about television programs, but about our failed marriage. Um, But this one. Just as delightful. Just as great. Just as bingeable. Um, But what we specifically wanted to do in this episode. So you loyal fans will recall that a while back we sort of uh, briefly referenced things we don't miss about each other. And so we thought we would do about being married. And so we thought we would do a more positive one. As Anna said, this is going to be a real sap fest. Real sap fest. Where there's, so the question on the table, the discussion question that we are posed to the both of us is, what have we come to appreciate anew about each other during this separation? Yeah. yeah. Because I will say, I think we both <laughs> have talked a lot about how I... Is it irony? I think it is. Is it ironic that now that we're separated, we like each other more? Yes, it is. But it's also true. It is. Yeah. And then when that happens, I'm like, what is that? Does that mean we should get back together? And you're like, no. No, obviously it <laughs> Remember, means this is correct. Means, yeah. yeah. <laughs> obviously it means this is the right choice. Oh, wait, we're Does getting along. Mean- 
We're getting along better now that we're not trying to be married. Does that mean we should get married again? No, it doesn't. Yeah. It means that we should Come on. continue to do the thing that's working. The thing that's working yes. is the separation. Yes. And, and I do, you are obviously correct. Um, I think once we figured out how to remove a lot of what wasn't working, sure. which was, there were some significant Plenty of things, things. yes. Then, but I think our, one of our problems has always been like there's also a lot that we like, yeah. um, and so it is. I do feel like it's a little bit bittersweet, at least for me. I I don't know if you I don't want to speak for you, but it's bittersweet that I <laughs> I find myself enjoying your company so much more sure. now. Yeah, no, exactly the same thing, and I think. It's exactly that. We took away a lot of stuff that wasn't working and we kept almost everything that worked. Like, and I think for the listener, like we still spend a lot of time together. Mm. We still like we all, we had dinner together tonight. We take walks every day. We're still doing this. Obviously we still work together. So I do think there are plenty of people who split up and like either they just never see the other person Mm. or they're like good riddance. Fuck you. And we're in neither of those camps. It's like we took out the 30% of whatever in this relationship was maybe not quite working quite as well and kept most of what was working and is maybe working better now. Yes. And I will say too here, like we're not... Well, I was going to say we're not stupid. We are stupid. Um, but Oh, I'm very stupid. <laughs> but yeah. in different ways. Sure. I, but like we're not naive. I think both of us understand that some of what we've retained might not be possible to keep forever. Sure. Obviously, yeah. there's always people that are all too eager to tell us, well, wait until you're dating someone. Mm-hmm. Like wait until somebody else has a serious relationship and then it's going to be different. And I feel like we're both like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, is my new wife going to not want me to come over here for dinner? Well, first of all, I think that I'm a fucking delight. You are and a delight. I believe that you are a delight. And I believe that we have the ability to choose new partners who are also delightful. Sure. Yeah. And for every person that has said, you know, well, that won't last forever or that's, you know, it's not sustainable. And I, I, I think we both understand that there are... <laughs> As you said, we are spending a lot of time sure, together. Sure, yeah. Things might have to things change will at change some point. And things yeah. will shift, but I also think we'll always be close. And yeah. there are plenty of people that have told us, I'm best friends with my ex husband's sure. new wife. Like, we love each other. Yeah. We go on vacations together. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's an idealized version of what it looks like at the end of all this. But like, why not go for the idealized version? Why not? uh, Yeah. Shoot. Swing for the fences. Why not shoot for the stars? And if you miss, you might get the moon. (laughs) I think you have it backwards. (laughs) I like it that way better. Shoot for the moon. And even if you miss, You'll land in the cold void of space. There you go. Where yeah. it sounds like people are like sc- moaning and screaming yeah. that black hole <laughs> video. Ooh, it's like Ursula's cavern. <laughs> I like, let's drop that black hole clip in here. And let's drop some Ursula yeah. in here. This is now a science podcast. Like, here's, here's NASA's sound of a black hole.
And here's a sea witch. <laughs> Two scientific facts. Yeah. So, but the the theme here is, well, first of all, I wanted to mention real quick, I do think that you will get along with whoever, if I get married or in a serious relationship, I do think that you guys will get along and like, you might want to kiss and like maybe with me there too. Maybe you know, both wear our hair in those braids that, that you I like really so like. Much. Exactly. Yeah. And like some Batman themed lingerie. Sure, right. Like you guys might just that might be what kind of bonds the two of you. Somebody's Catwoman, somebody's poison ivy. Oh yeah. Uh oh, look who's here. It's the penguin. (laughs) 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 Wait, do I have to cosplay as the penguin? Yeah. Why don't I get to be but why am I the penguin? Come on. I'm gonna wear the Colin Farrell suit. You really have to ask why you're the penguin? Oh no, I was thinking of Danny DeVito. Oh, even worse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Thinking, I haven't seen Colin Farrell as the penguin. You, he's unrecognizable huh. as the penguin. Yeah. Huh. Well, he's You're a penguin. Everything they say, aren't you, sweetheart? <laughs> That's my Colin Farrell penguin impression. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> so am I. Uh, okay. Keep going. Or? Yeah, just keep going. Just yeah. do the whole movie. Well, yeah, and then I can do center stage, or you've got mail. Yeah, and then, and then show over. Wrap it up. Three There's hours the end of the show. The <laughs> a uh, the Batman center stage mashup. It's what everybody wanted. Uh, uh, threesome jokes aside. Okay. I do feel like we both are very much in a place where we really do want the other person to be happy. Yes. And we still enjoy spending time together. Yeah. And we still think of ourselves as a family. Mm-hmm. So to me, the logical extension, as long as you don't marry the stepmother from Cinderella, right? I might. I mean, you might. She wasn't that hot, though. In the live action, it's Kate Blanchett. Oh, Isn't okay. it? Okay. Is or that no, right? Who is it? I mean, is that right? The cartoon. No, Kate wasn't Blanchett that hot. might be the fairy godmother. In the yeah, that sounds closer to right. Is um, because in uh, the the Into the Woods, it's like that Christine Baranski woman. Yes. Yeah. And she's hot. She's okay. I feel yeah. like she's pretty. She's pretty for a yeah. woman of a certain age. Well, you're not even. She's. I always feel like she's got. She's got big dick energy. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. Um, and then in Ever After, it's Angelica Houston. Okay. Okay. I might marry the wicked stepmother. I could do a lot worse than Angelica Houston. Houston. Yeah. No, we are definitely in a place where, like, I want you to be happy with the new guy you find, and his dick is smaller than mine. Okay. Yeah. I'm but, f- like, but you're happy. You're oh, still happy. It is Kate Blanchett. Oh, okay. And then Helena Bonham Carter is the fairy godmother. But for Kate Blanchett... Hello, fairy godmother. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Helena Helena Bonham Carter over Kate Blanchett? In a certain role, yes. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, her hair is wild. You know that I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Do I? (laughs) My hair is quite tame. (laughs) And it's not red. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I... I don't know. Where are we going with this? Well, let's get into our theme. We're okay. 13 minutes in. So the question that's posed to everybody is things we have come to appreciate either all over again or differently uh, now that we're separated. Okay. And I've got some. I want to go first. 
Oh, well, okay. Unless I you... appreciate your uh, ability to uh, make demands. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, I, I'm so excited to talk about what I appreciate about I you. And I suggested, I suggested this topic. You did. So I will, I will take the reins. I would love for you to take the reins. So something that I, I'm trying to figure out exactly how to phrase this. So, like, you have done a better job in this separation than me of being, like, we don't have to do what we don't want to do just because it's what people think you're supposed to do. Yeah. And like, I feel like you are better about like whatever the conventions are, like we don't have to do that. And I feel like there were times in our marriage that that was kind of like frustrating to me, but I feel like now I have come to appreciate like, yeah, we can sort of chart our own path Hmm. And you have been sort of the one taking the lead. Times in the marriage when it was like in the recent, most recent past when I was saying that about the separation or about other stuff? No, just other stuff. So like as an as an example, and it's not like a huge thing, but like I feel like one of the things that most people agree on is like when you fight, you don't bring up like past fights. And I feel like you bring up past fights. Fuck that shit. Yeah, right. And You're not supposed to though. That's not me breaking convention. That's me being unhealthy. Well, but that's what I mean is like, <laughs> like everybody knows you're not supposed to do that. And I, but I feel like sometimes I would have this sort of like, everybody knows you're not supposed to do that. And, uh, but this time with the like, everybody knows you're not supposed to do that. I was like, but I see the wisdom in what you're doing. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like everybody knows that you stick it out for the kids or you are satisfied with good enough. And I feel like you are like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that just because it's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, I also don't want to do it just because I don't, (laughs) let me see how many double negatives I can get Uh in here. I don't not want to do it just because it's, not what you're supposed no, to. No, I know. You know. I'm not saying like, that you're rebellious. Be... I'm saying that you are making a decision based on what you think is best and what you want as opposed to what you think you're supposed to do. Yeah. And I think that that is a, like there's a lot of virtue in that quality. I guess. I mean. There is. I feel like you can fuck a lot of shit up with that quality. Well, but that's what I like. I in the past, I would have thought that it was more of a frustrating thing. And I think that I see the virtue of like, you are being honest and true to true to us. And we're doing something that a lot of people don't do that maybe looks weird and strange, mm-hmm. but it's for us the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so who cares if it's what you're supposed to do or not? Yeah. And I am much more of the like, but you're not supposed to do that kind of person. You yeah. Know? Like, and I think you have helped me see that, like, you don't always have to follow the conventions. Well, you know? I think, I mean, I do feel like I, I it was only, it's only been a handful of people, but I've known enough people, whether actually in person knowing them or, you know, again, like a handful of internet people, whether mm-hmm. it's a blogger or, you know, but, but, but honestly, like real people that, um, 
I think I could look to and be like, see, these people aren't doing it sure. that way. Like, sure. you can do it however you want. Right. Well, I think the other thing I'm getting at here is a lot of my beliefs of like, well, you're supposed to do things this way are just nonsense. Like, yeah. it's not even stuff that you're supposed to do. Like, well, it's just I, sort of like made up or like convention yeah. or whatever. And, you, you know, know, I think COVID honestly, like, taught a lot of people like... <laughs> Do what you want because... Right. You might die. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you might die. Like, what are you getting out of not... And, not, you know, to an extent. Like, don't... There are right. limits don't there. Don't rob a bank. Yeah, yeah. but like... <laughs> a convention says that I can't rob a bank, but fuck it. I <laughs> want to. You, <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, we've said before, I think it's a combination of a lot of things. The pandemic... Uh, turning 40 mm-hmm. for yeah. me, for both of us. Yeah. Like I'm right there and mm-hmm. you've already done it. And I don't want to call it a midlife crisis because I, it has felt like we've been in crisis at a point, but I think that midlife crisis implies that you lost your mind and kind of lost yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think I've, I'm still to do that yet. I think that's still coming <laughs> for me. Well, I'm not in midlife because I'm yeah. going to live until like 120. Right. Exactly. I mean, your midlife so, crisis is going to be like 65. Try a quarter life crisis. <laughs> um, but I do think that it, there's a, it definitely felt like a moment of taking stock and being like, all right, you've been pretty unhappy. Like, decide if you're okay with that right, or not. Right. Yeah. And I think what I'm saying is, I am much more of like a rule follower, but not just a rule follower, but like a follower of like made up rules in my head. Yes. No, you for know? sure. So it's like, yeah. so it's not even like I am a follower of real yeah. rules, but also fake rules that I impose upon myself. And I think, I mean, I feel like that's been maybe one good thing to come out of the separation for you is I, I do, I feel like once you got on board with that, actually you've been better and maybe even had like an easier time being like, I don't care. Like I'm a, yeah. I feel like when your world gets blown up, then you sure. do kind of come from a standpoint of like, well, what do I have to lose? Exactly. I'm just going right. to do what I want. Yeah. Like I might as well do whatever I want and, and really try to figure out what that is because what else do I have now? Right. Well, and I think I have a standpoint of like, <laughs> you have nothing. Well, that's, like, <laughs> that's not what I'm trying to no, say. No, no. But like, I tried to follow the rules and that didn't work. Right. So fuck it. You yeah. know, like, like and, I might yeah. as well just do what I want to do. Yeah. Like I tried to do everything exactly the way you were supposed to do it based on my idea of what you were supposed to do. Well, I feel like that was a big part of it for me in terms of realizing that this was something real that I needed to give attention to and try to figure out was, you know, I said to my, I've said to my parents before I've said to friends, like if not as much about following the rules, but like (laughs) we have great kids. We have as much money as we need. We Mm -hmm. both have jobs. I'm not going to say that we both love our jobs, but like they're steady. We're we're gainfully, stably employed. And they're satisfying in some ways, maybe not in every way, but in some ways. And I just kept like (laughs) waking up and not like when you'd have all of that and then you're still not satisfied Mm -hmm. or still not happy I do feel like it's kind of like, well, then what? Like, what is it? Well, it's, you'll never be satisfied, satisfied, (laughs) satisfied. I mean, I do. I feel like that is 
uh, probably something that I should examine in therapy. <laughs> this, you know, I mean, I think I have a, a personality that that honestly does struggle to be like happy enough. You're a real Hamilton. You're like me. I'm never satisfied. Is that right? I've never been satisfied. You're a real Alexander Hamilton. And you're fucking Eliza. Oh, it would be enough. Well, fuck you, Eliza. <laughs> uh-huh. And if your husband could get a moment of your time. <laughs> nope. Sorry. I've got to keep writing the Declaration of Independence. That Who else is, is going to protect this constitution? That is not what he did. <laughs> I've got to write... Um, what does he write? He the, writes the Federalist Papers. The Federalist Papers. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And Alexander wrote the other 77. <laughs> um, How about that loser who got sick after I, writing like five I know, of them? John Jay. Yeah, right. John what Jay got John sick. Jay? Yeah. Oh, 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 I can't write the Federalist Papers. I feel like papers. John Jay definitely was faking just to get out of it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm sick. <laughs> John Jay got sick after writing five. James Madison wrote 29. Hamilton wrote the other 51. Out. Also, that's clearly not my problem because I'm not like, I'm not a workaholic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get you to come to the lake for the summer and you just wouldn't do it. Nope, I've got yeah. work to do. <laughs> There's a lake up there. Um... Yeah, I will. I mean, can I can I go now? Yeah, it's your because I'll just yeah. piggyback off of that. I think that I appreciate your ability to embrace that in this new phase because I do feel like that is. I know that it's difficult for you. You are a rule follower. Yeah, <laughs> you like order. I am what a self-help book that my friend Lars gave me calls an obliger. <laughs> <laughs> What was I? The disruptor? Well, there's there's a bunch. There's the rebel. There's the obliger. There's the one that like needs rationale for everything. Oh, that's not me. And then there was like one more. And the whole, the, one of the things in the book was like, the other three are pretty happy with who they are, but the obliger is like, God, why am I like this? Like, <laughs> I wish I weren't like yeah, this. Yeah. One, I no. feel like that, I don't know. I do feel like we've had conversations where I'm like, I know you're not happy either. Like, just admit it. Just admit it. (laughs) Um, I know there's stuff about me that pisses you off and bothers you and annoys you. And you're like, no, you're perfect. You're perfect in every way. You don't say that anymore. Like, now you're like, yeah, you're you're right. (laughs) You're pretty annoying sometimes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I, again, I will say that I really appreciate, like, when we initially talked about when I approached you about wanting to take a step back or like take a break, take a, take a break. Uh, I had something to say. <laughs> I'm almost 40 years old today and I'm having a midlife crisis. My name is Anna. Please I am a poet. <laughs> um, I feel like your initial response was like, fuck you. Right. Like I'm cutting you out of my life. Right. Like this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> and like, it has been. It is a disaster. But it hasn't. We talked about this previously. It hasn't been as bad of a disaster as I thought it was going to be. But I feel like part of that is like you have come around very quickly to the to the concept of like, yeah, we can figure this out together mm-hmm. and we can still 
find a way to appreciate each other and love each other and and be like family, you know? I mean, that really is what our relationship feels like to me right. now is a very, very strange <laughs> but sure. familial relationship. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think that it leans into the strongest parts of our relationship. Yeah. The parts of the relationship that always Just a brother worked. and sister rib- yeah, right. ribbing each yeah, other. Sure, just ribbing each just other, joshing. raising some kids together. Yeah, yep. we're going to get some bunk beds, <laughs> dibs on top. <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't have been that different from our marriage because I'm impossible to share a bed with. That's so, true. yes. Um, so I do appreciate that. Um, and I actually will say, and I already said this, but I think I've, I'm often good at saying like, we need to be able to do it this way. But then when it comes down to actually doing that, I struggle. And I feel like that has been the case with some of this. Like, I'm like, we can do it however we want and people can fuck off. And like, I could give a shit. Right. And then someone says like, gives me like a weird look. And Uh I'm like, so-and-so looked at me weird and they're judging me. And I do feel like you've done a really good job of being like, you yourself said, right. it doesn't matter. Like, you have to get to a point where you just don't care. Right. And and that has been helpful for you to, like, remind me of that. Yeah. No, I think that we have different... Like, I think we are differently equipped to give two shits about what people think. Yeah. You know, like sometimes stuff really bothers me in different ways than it bothers you. And yeah. I actually feel like we don't line up in a lot of ways, but, but that's that, a good thing. That like lines up in a way where like between the two of us, we barely yeah. care what anyone thinks ever. Cause I feel like ever. when one person cares about when there's something that, bothers one of us it usually doesn't bother the right. other one as much that's what but i'm then getting vice at. versa yeah, yeah. between and the so two of us one person can be like you don't need to care about there's that. always somebody yeah. to be like fuck them yeah and right then the other person is like oh right oh yeah i don't care about what this person at the grocery store yeah thought no, yeah i do i don't care about what this person on the uh, facebook group <laughs> oh i do said. yeah see but i'm saying i'm the one who doesn't care i might care about a different person and you're like, well fuck that person yeah no you for know sure. so between the two of us we don't care about anybody's opinion. Yeah. So, Korea. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that? Earth. World. <laughs> one of us cares. If you have an opinion right now, one of the two of us cares. You don't know who it's going to be. Well, I feel like one good thing that we've done is we're still very protective of each other. Right. And like, it it means a lot to me because I do feel like it could have not gone that way. But I think... Um, like for both of us still there's a, a initial instinct of just being like fuck that person like right yeah to if they or like i don't want somebody to be mean to you yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that has been you know it's nice that 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 we've been able to preserve sure. that yeah. we're, we're definitely still on each other's team like yes. we say that a lot mm-hmm. Um, but i think it's you know it's important to reinforce that i'm hashtag team anna Cause we're on each other's team. There's Lord. Good old Lord. Yeah, I, I know. Had, she had some new albums that I think were, and she like swam across the Potomac last what? week. That yeah, sounds fake. Fake news. No, fake I think news. she did it. Google it real quick while I do my next <laughs> yeah, thing. You Google it. Go- you Google it. No, Google Lord it. plus swims plus across. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my second thing that I've come to sort of reappreciate is just conversation with you. Like, Lord, happy to be a DC meme after swimming in Potomac River. All right. Yeah, see? There you go. There's, there's, did she swim across or she just swam in the Potomac? That's the whole 
It's a news story? I mean, I guess. Okay, the <laughs> Lord swims in extra, extra. Lord swims in Potomac. <laughs> <laughs> he has a scoop. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Um, okay, sorry, say that again. Happy to, uh, ha- happy to have engaged conversations. Yes, yeah, exactly, right, where we're not getting distracted. No, but I feel like we got to a point where towards the end of our marriage, like we would go out to dinner and just like fucking oh stare God. at it each would other. Be awful. Yeah, or like take walks and be like, I would just be like, what am I going to talk? Like, think of something to say. I can't think of <laughs> anything say to say. Just a fun fact. Right. Say a fun but fact. But then I would be like, no, she's not going to want. She's not, yeah. not going to like that. She's not going to like it. And I feel like now, like our conversation. And then I would say, why aren't you saying Yeah, right. Anything? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, God, I'm trying to come up with something good. I read a bunch of, fun. I've got this thing about Lord swimming in the Potomac. You want to hear a knock, knock, joke? <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? It's me. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I saw a squirrel back there and he made a funny noise. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, that was that bike ride that we went on. I remember. I remember. 13 years, 13, probably 13 years ago, maybe. Well, I was riding, you were running. I was training for my first half. Yeah, and I was riding my bike alongside you, and I was telling you about a funny noise that the squirrel made. I'm going to murder you. Yeah, yep. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, right here. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've already run eight miles on this training run, but I still will find the strength to (laughs) murder you. And I think there's a couple things going on here. One is we just have significantly more to talk about. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's just... Because we can always talk about our fucked up marriage. Sure, right. And like, yeah, what's what fucked up thing happened this yeah, week? How yeah, how what drama? Are you yeah, right. Scale of one yeah. to ten. When's the last time you cried? Yeah. yeah. So there's that. And as we've said, some of the tensions that were there are not there anymore. Yeah. And so it's easier. I think several people have noted that the podcast has seemed a little lighter. And we ourselves yes. are like, we're having so much more fun. Yeah. And I think that translates in. But what I'll say is when we were married or like, trying to be married i would be like god why can we talk for an hour in the podcast and have a great time yeah and then just like fucking stare at each other yeah like i did i was like why can't it be like this all the time and i feel like there's less disparity now yeah between like this kind of conversation and just like what happens when we take the dogs on a walk yeah no i agree it feels like we're actually I mean, just as you said, actually talking, actually, actually having an, an interest in like what the other person is saying. Right. And I think it's always been a strange thing because we have always, excuse me, worked together. Um, and so we've always, it seems like we've always had something to fall back on to right. talk about, but it just hasn't always been what we want to talk about or engaging. Well, also work has been a massive source of conflict at times in our (laughs) marriage. So this stuff we didn't want to talk about, you know, I think both of us noted like there were times and not, you know, it's going to happen. You're with the person that you're married to all the time. Yeah. But I think we both have seen, like I would could listen to you like zoom with friends Uh or other people. And I'm just like, man, he's like living it up on this phone call. But like, then we sit down to have dinner and it's like, painful right um and the i mean the other thing we should note is we are still spending a lot of time together but we spent a lot of time together yeah and also like during the pandemic like when we're literally quarantined together like what are we going to talk about like, yeah what you do today oh the stuff i saw you do today cool right you know like there's a little bit of that you which know, that- Es- is go ahead the sorry. esther perel stuff about how like modern day marriages have no mystery left yeah. like that like, was our to, marriage but that's us all the time because we i mean i feel like right now 
a lot of what makes me happy to see you is that I don't get to see you as much. Right. But in our marriage, even without COVID, we worked together. We raised our kids together. Like we were around each other all the time. Mm-hmm. And but somehow that led to even less, you know, ability to interact and and have like meaningful discussion. Right. But again, I don't think that's that surprising because like no, not you at know, all. Like again, what you do? Like I have a vague idea of what you did this morning, but I don't know. Yeah. You know, whereas like when we oh, were you married, don't know what I, did? I have no idea what you were doing. Yeah. Shh, goddamn right, you don't. No, I. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah. No, I do. There's like days where I'm like, what'd she do today? I don't know. Yeah. You know, and like that was never ever the case. Yeah. In you know, in the last days of our marriage and it's hard because i a part of me doesn't like that you know i know yeah (laughs) what that you don't like that but i actually think that it's a good thing it is a good thing that's uh, the other thing like there are things that you don't like that are good yeah that is not something that i realized in our marriage yeah at all yeah um yeah I want to know what everybody's doing all the time. I know, but I, now you don't, and it's more interesting, isn't don't it? Don't I? Because I'm not I have even... a nanny cam set up that's telling me everything you're doing. I mean, I did get you that wildlife cam. I know. Yeah, we got that one picture of that possum's ear. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's good, and it's, again, I think for better or worse we're enjoying our conversations with each oh, other yeah. much more yeah i feel like we we're laughing a lot more we're engaged a lot i feel like we're both of us are weirdly more willing to listen to the other person yeah 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 no so, i agree with that yeah so that was my number two what's your number two my number two is that i appreciate I, but this is i've always appreciated this and i guess maybe it's just you know not having it around all the time or maybe i do appreciate it more i can't remember how how unfunny i got i considered you by the end of this (laughs) oh i think very (laughs) unfunny but i feel like one of our strengths has always been that we do very much share the same sense of humor right um and i think like not being around you as much and maybe being around other people that don't have the same mm-hmm. sense of humor. I just like there is there's a lot of stuff. I mean, you said it. You called me today to tell me something and you were like, I was thinking to myself who would appreciate this and it was Anna Weber. Right. And that wasn't some about something being funny, but I do feel like especially with funny stuff, there it, there are just certain things where I'm like Ryan would love this. Yeah, no, and I <laughs> like I see memes almost every day or like well, yeah. I sent you like a uh, can't remember what I sent, but I send you something like every day that's like, look at what this cattle dog is doing. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Or like this funny, you know, reductress headline that like Im- immediately makes me think right. of you. And yeah. I think, I mean, to me, that's probably one of the like biggest things that I grieve when I think about the direction that this is going and mm-hmm. an eventual divorce. Not that you have to lose all of that, but like I feel like we have so many inside jokes that I just love and just stuff that, you know, and I I get it that the hope is eventually you'll build that with another person, but it's a lot. Like we have a... (laughs) a long shared history. Right, we have 16 years of inside jokes. Yeah, and that, I mean, I do, I feel like that's not a small thing to me. And, um, you know, I I feel like I appreciate, I guess, those jokes and our ability to 
to make each other laugh more now mm-hmm. that it's not it's not going away, but you know it's it's more precious to me. Yeah, no, precious to me. You're so precious to me. You're so precious to me. I would give the world to you. You're so precious to me. Am I precious to you? See, like yeah, this. like that. Like, yeah, all I can these say shorthand the word precious, things. and yep. you automatically know that you need to sing yeah, right. David Silver's number one <laughs> hit, "Precious." Was that a number one hit in the real world or only in the nine hundred two one zero world? On nine hundred two one zero. Okay, no, I totally agree with that, and I think the other thing that's going on is we're still making inside jokes. Yeah, like again, because we're still spending <laughs> yeah. time together. Like we're still making references and jokes, and. I could just tell, I think, towards the end of our marriage, that, like, she is annoyed by you. She does not think that you're funny. Like, but I, I don't felt think the same that I, too. I don't think that I respond well to that kind well, of situation you're like, either. Ah, you're goddamn right, I'm funny. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let me really amp it up. Let me prove if how I'm funny anything, I am. If I'm anything, right. I'm funny. <laughs> if I'm one thing, I'm funny. Um, yeah. No, I felt the same way. I feel like both of us. <laughs> I can remember saying to you, like, I just feel like you're really annoyed with me mm-hmm. right now, you know? Yeah. I think we were both giving that off. And and I just, I know we still give off that vibe. It's not like I, I'm not, I'm not here to say that I never annoy you. Oh, I know no, that I, I know. annoy the shit out of you. I know when I'm annoying you still. I might have annoyed you with a few jokes earlier tonight at dinner. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, when you were like, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Joke made. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I I do. Um, I think that that has has gotten stronger again in the separation. Our ability to to make each other laugh. Yeah, and I always liked that. Like Me I, too. Yeah. I feel like that was one of the things that probably I was most sad to be like, God, this has kind of changed. Right. Like, um, why aren't we making each other laugh? Why aren't we having... It's the same as the conversation thing. Like, why aren't we having fun with each other? Yeah, yeah. Anymore? I mean, that yeah, does... It's like, we're not enjoying each other. That is a lot of what it boils down yeah. to is... And I, again, like, we know that marriage isn't going to be fun all the time. Right. And it's going to be hard. But it's like, you should get a general sense of enjoyment out uh, of sure. each other. Yeah, at least <laughs> some of the time. Yeah. 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 Um, no, that's a thank you. That's a good one. Yeah, you're nice very one. funny. You're well, no Dane you. Cook, but who is? Well, I'm also not uh, dating a, what, 21-year-old well, or whatever. Sure, yeah, I'll know. get there. You've come close. Yeah. So. <laughs> I have not come close, listener. Well. I have not. I think that depends on what we're calling close. I have not dipped below 30 at any point in this entire mm. endeavor. Okay. What? Yeah. That's a very different than a Dane Cook. Sure. Very okay. different than a Dane Cook. Okay. All right. So anyway, see, this is when you're kind of getting annoyed with me. Right? No, yeah. I'm not. Um, all right. So I have a third one. Okay. It's, I don't know exactly how to put this to you, but like, I have enjoyed seeing you get a little bit more independent and self-reliant, like moving into your place, yeah. setting your hammock up, taking your trash out, watering the plants, watering the plants. like a grown adult. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I, I have enjoyed seeing you. It's not like you were like helpless before but i think i'm a helpless baby (laughs) but it's nice just like you're you're hanging up your pictures you're you know setting up your furniture like it's just kind of neat to see you like sort of take ownership of stuff that you might have passed off to me yeah in the past yeah 
Um, I mean, I do feel like one of the things that I said and that I continue to say throughout this is like, I kind of just want to be alone. Like, I kind of feel like I might just end up alone. Right. Yeah. Um, and In which case, you got to hang your own pictures. Well, <laughs> <laughs> do I? I feel like I, I can still have friends. Jesus. Well, sure. But yeah. <laughs> um, but I think for someone that talks a lot about, I, I think that I'm a... It's almost like how sometimes I can be very introvert. I'm, I think I'm an introvert, but sometimes I can be very extroverted. Yes. I feel like I like to be alone a lot of the time, uh-huh. but then I also get lonely and I'm like, where is everyone? Yeah, right. You like to be alone until you don't. And I like, I like to have other people do stuff for sure. me. Sure. Yeah. I'm lazy. <laughs> so I think it has been good for me to be like, Oh, I have to bring bring myself my own water glass yeah, now. Yeah, right. I have to take the trash out. Yeah, yeah, but even yeah, I mean stuff like that. That you know, there is some stuff that I've for sure would just have you doing, and and I hope maybe vice versa. Sure, like, of course, yeah, yeah of course. Um, and we're still like we're still helping each other out. It's not like. You or I are totally. I'm doing you know, it alone out here. Yeah, just a single. How does mom. she do it? Real Mary Tyler Moore out here. Yep, You're gonna make I'm it a, after all. I'm a survivor. Wait, what is that? It's that. Uh, it's it was a, Destiny's like, Child. No, it's a TikTok thing. Here, we'll pop it in here. Okay, okay. A single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids and never stops, with gentle hands and the heart of a fighter. Again, I was going a different direction. I thought this was going to be Destiny's Child. Thought I couldn't breathe without you. I'm, I'm inhaling. Thought I couldn't live without you, but I'm living. <laughs> thought uh, I wouldn't laugh without you, but I'm laughing. Thought I couldn't walk without you, but I'm walking. <laughs> that is not <laughs> I thought I couldn't eat without you, but I'm eating. Thought I couldn't sleep without you, but I'm sleeping. <laughs> Oh goodness. Uh yeah, so I have enjoyed seeing you come into your own a little bit. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate yeah, you're doing that. a good job. Time for me? Yeah. Give me lay a compliment on me. I will say something that I appreciate. And again, mine are, I feel like this is all stuff that I've just always appreciated. But again, I think maybe the separation has highlighted it for me is just (laughs) what a good dad you are. I feel like I will always think that I could not have chosen a single other person that would have been a better person to have kids with. Um, and that just, you're, I've always said, and I know you'll say it's not true, but it is true. Like you're a way better parent than I am. I have my strengths too, but I'm more of the bad cop. Uh, but I, I just feel like you are patient with them and, um, you know, you're just a really great dad. And I, I think it's made it easy in a way it's it's nice for me to feel like of all the stuff that we did wrong or maybe like, gosh, should we have even like gotten married? Right. Like, should we have seen this coming when we dated? And we've right. talked about that. Uh-huh. But then I feel like when I have those feelings, I always fall back on like, 
I won the fucking lottery when we had kids together. Right. Well, we and have like we have the kids. The like we can't regret yeah. having the kids because they're amazing kids. Yeah. 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 And yeah. like I love being a parent with you, even though mm-hmm. there were frustrations with that in the marriage too. Of course. Um, yeah. I it's you know that has always <laughs> that's never been a a problem. Um, I mean, I guess maybe it has, but I feel like it's been a problem because of my own, like, insecurities. Um, yeah, no, I mean, there were problems, but I actually feel like the separation ironed some of those problems out. I agree. Um, and that actually, that was my fourth thing. Yeah. Was you, like, I'm not saying that you weren't a good parent, but it's been it's been great to watch, like, you have a lot more, like, one-on-one time with the kids. Yeah. And I can tell, you yeah. know, and they can tell. And it's just like, it's great to see like you guys all spending time together. Mm-hmm. Cause I also think like one of our conflicts was I kind of monopolized some of that time mm-hmm. when the four of us were together. And it's and hard now... to be like, spend time just with me. Like, yeah, right. Cause yeah. then you're an asshole. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I feel like that was a real, <laughs> a real source of conflict and unhappiness, but it's hard to know how to fix that. Cause yeah. then you're like, Am I just like a monster for for wanting my own time? I the mean, fix is to get divorced. Yeah, that that was that's the solution for better parenting. Yeah. So if you're having parenting conflicts at all, get divorced. Get divorced. That's the lesson here. Uh, yeah. It fixes everything. <laughs> fixes all your troubles. It's good for what ails you. A separation. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So I think I. I also think you have gotten to see your strengths as a mom. I agree. More. Like that stuff where I'm like, no, you're good at this. And now I think just doing it in a different way, you're like, oh, yeah, I am good at this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's allowed both of us to, like, we do things differently. Yeah. And I feel like in my mind, when we were all living together, it, like, your way was often the nicer way or the more permissive way mm-hmm. or the way that was going to be closer to what they wanted, right. frankly. Yeah. You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. And it has been kind of nice to see, okay, well, on my own, I can do things how I want. Sure, yeah. And, but they're still here. Yeah. Like, the kids aren't... <laughs> yeah, well, and you don't have the other person's parenting in your face quite as much. And, yeah. like, we align on enough stuff where For it's sure like, we do. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's more like a stylistic yes, difference. It like, is the a, big yeah. stuff we're great with. Well, and even the little stuff. Like, we probably both aren't going to let them eat a bunch of snacks, but we're going to do it in a slightly different way. Yeah. Or, like, we're both going to let them have about the same amount of screen time, but we might just go about it. You know, like... Yeah. And so you're right. I do think some of it is like stylistic again the obliger over here (laughs) well that's it is like i feel like if you like (laughs) i do think that you're really good at doing what people want yes correct and that i have benefited from that (laughs) our entire marriage and the children benefit from that often yeah but it's not always good to do to give people what they want well I mean, it's not always good for you. Like, I feel like it's, you know, you, I think, sometimes get screwed over because you don't set boundaries and and then you don't get what you want, but everybody around you is getting what they want. And right. I feel like there's a little bit of a, like, you don't even, I don't want to say you martyr yourself because you're not even bitter about it, but 
you don't get what you want, you know? Yeah, but I also think, like, it's it's not good for kids to always get what they want. No, for sure. You know, and like, I think I was going to say, like, that was more where it turned into a conflict in our marriage is, um, I don't know, I guess just times when I would want you to to put more boundaries in sure. place so that I don't always have to be right. the asshole. You're not the bad cop all the time. You're yeah. Robin Williams. I'm Sally yep. Field. And, <laughs> and I've got an NC-17 cut of Mrs. Doubtfire just ready to <laughs> I roll. I know. You're inviting goats to birthday parties, <laughs> playing jump around. Really, is that the worst thing in the world to invite a goat to a Is that a divorceable offense right there? Invite, uh, bringing a goat. What if I brought a goat to a kid's birthday party? I mean, what are we're you going to do about it? We're already Sally getting Field divorced. Was being a real bitch <laughs> in that movie. God, she just needs to lighten up a little bit. <laughs> well, um, what I was going to say, it's not good for the kids to get what they want, but like, I don't actually think it was that good for you to always get what you wanted either. No, it like, wasn't. Like, I don't think it was good for our dynamic. I don't think that it was good for... But now you've created me, so you can't you can't cut me off. <laughs> you're like freaking... You're Frankenstein. I'm Frankenstein's monster. You're the Frankenstein monster? I'm the monster. Yeah. You're the monster. I think I I'm might be the monster. I'm going to do everything you want for 13 years, and then I'm going to send you out into society. But you're thriving. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it actually, you know, you can, you can actually do shit by yourself mm, when you have to. I can, but I don't yeah. want to. I know, but you're doing it, and I think it's good for you to do uh, it. You want to get back together? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> this is better. Remember, this is better. Uh, is this better? <laughs> I mean, it's not worse. Uh, that is a, that's an inside joke because at the beginning of the separation, we both at various times called each other and said like, how is this better? And I do think stuff like that feels very far away. Mm -hmm. And like, I, it is better. I think it's harder and there are times when it still doesn't feel better and that's probably going to be the case forever, but it does feel like the right thing. Yeah, because we're getting along better. Yeah. Yeah, and I th- I also think the kids see that as well. I think so, and too. I think it's, con- it's I think that the problem is it's confusing for them, like, oh, why are you guys getting along so well and don't live together? And it's like, it's because we don't live together that we're getting along so yeah. well, kid. <laughs> and I will say, like, when they have asked questions like that, we say we're better as friends and mm-hmm. parents, and immediately they're like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I think they I get, get it. it. Yeah. They're just kind of like, eh, should we yeah. parent trap them? <laughs> no, they should not. <laughs> well, this was a real sap fest. It was. Yeah, but it was nice, That's and it nice, was still though. funny. Yeah. Super funny. Oh, yeah, because as we established, I'm super funny. Yeah. too early the doctor gave me 30 days but i must have had my mama's will and god's amazing grace i guess i'll keep on living even if this loves to die for cause your bags are packed and i ain't crying you're walking out and i'm not trying to change your mind cause i was born to be the baby girl without a chance a victim of Circumstance, the one who ought to give up, but she's just too hard headed. 
Maybe the queen of broken hearts But I don't hide behind the crown When the deck is stacked against me I just play a different game My roots are planted in the past And though my life is changing fast Who I am is who I want to be The baby girl without a chance A victim of circumstance The one who ought to give up But she's just too Podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.